All right, let's try this. Okay, here we are. So, introducing ourselves. My name is Stephanie G. Foy, and I'm here half hosting our podcast with my good and dear friend, Jillian Lindsay And we're here to talk about the nonlinear, our spiritual journeys, the discovery of self growth, the creativity that goes behind it, and yeah, what else? Our paths and our journeys and our experiences that have brought us to where we are today that I don't know about you but I never would have imagined myself here in this mindset (laughs) and way of being. No, I didn't think I'd be sitting around a microphone talking about my spiritual journey. In fact, I didn't even know what that was up until a year ago, if not more. sure what life's uh, trying to tell me basically <laughs> I honestly think... right these messages need to come with their secret decoder rings and um, instructions because yeah. some of them are quite you know a conundrum I honestly feel like I need someone to come out of my spiritual divine realm and just grab me by my face or hand or body and shake me and be like this is the direction this is the answer yes i need very very clear i need very clear messaging yes. but i also don't think i'm being very clear in myself hence why i'm not getting the answers that i'm looking yeah for. absolutely same and it's like like all you know manifestation is all about being very clear about what you want and that's my I think that's what it is, isn't it? I'm not clear. No, I'm not clear either, and I know that myself because it's, uh, you know, putting the energy and the clarity behind it to manifest, you know, and do that. That all makes sense to me, and I know when I'm in alignment and I feel good, and I'm like, yeah, this is it. Right. But I don't feel like I have the right tone. I don't feel like I have the energy for anything. I don't feel like, and I, like, because there's no energy, then there's no direction. There's no direction, there's no energy. Right. So and like, then it's, it's like, like, okay, I'm yeah. just here doing nothing. Yeah. Stuck I'm, in a spiral. I feel like I don't know exactly what I want. I know I want something. Yeah. I know I want more. I know I want change. I know I want, you know, to evolve and grow and up level and all these things, but I don't like have something specific like I don't have you know a dream house with a balcony and a pool and whatever in mind like right. I just want to live in a nice house that yeah. I love you yeah. know and I want to um you know find my perfect partner and co-create the relationship of our dreams but I don't know exactly what he looks like and I don't know what his job is and I honestly yeah. kind of sort of don't care but definitely do care but, well, the dude has to have some sort of bloody legitimate yeah. values and like... I mean, I have, you know, my huge checklist, but I don't have like, you know, I mean, I've tall, dark and handsome in mind, but I don't need, you know, blue eyes, you know, chiseled chin or like, I don't have that. Or can't beat you. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know what That's he looks like. Thing. I just know I want to be attracted to him. And, you know, I know I want a new career, but I don't know what the hell it is. I want it to be creative and positive and helpful and make me a ton of money on my own schedule. So there's that. But I don't have a specific job title in mind. I'm open 
to. That's the thing is I'm open to anything, really. I'm, I want to try everything and figure it out. You're exploring but, your purpose. Yeah, but it's also like, you know, that casting too wide of a net. Like, where do I focus? Where do I go? I heard this super great analogy. It's like a jet on the runway, you know, ready to take off, and you're entering the coordinates, and you have all these different ideas in mind to all these different destinations. Well, it can't take off. It can't go to France and South Africa and, you know, all these places at once, the North Pole, the South Pole. Yeah. So it just, you know, its engine explodes, and you're just sitting on the runway like, okay, now what? You know, that's how I feel. It's so funny. It's like when you talk about that analogy I saw the other day, and it was like, um, it had a picture of a plane, then it had a picture of the passengers getting on the plane, and then it had a picture of the passengers on the stairs and no plane. And it was kind of like, you know, writing your email, which was, you know, the plane and the people are getting on the plane. And then it was like, um, checking your, your... vocab and spelling and mm-hmm. all the things and you're delighted with yourself and then sending the email and the plane's gone and the people are left in the one way because he left the book and he left out the attachments <laughs> you know it's like I really feel like that's kind of where I'm at at the moment it's like yeah like no more than yourself is like having the purpose of like I want to the creative freedom I want to set my own schedule Right, we're trying this again. That's the theme. This is the theme. We are going, we're getting a lot of blunders here, my friends, um, which seems to be the theme of the last uh, two weeks. Yeah, so continuing on. Start and stop, start and stop again. I mean, that's really just the whole road of healing, isn't it? You get, yeah. to, you get to one place and then you have to go back and turn around and go the other way. Yeah, and go around and just so much bend. fun. I really enjoy that part. Oh my gosh. So where were we before everything decided to break down? Um, something about an airplane crash, I think. Oh my god, the analogy of the plane. Okay, well let's just go back over that real quick because I would hate to think that we were, you know, using a plane crash as an analogy of what's happened, actually happening. It's not quite, but yes. You have to tell me what you saw. Um. So. My example was when, you know, a jet's on a runway getting ready to take off and the yeah. pilot's um, entering the coordinates or the directions. If you're unclear or unsure of where you want to go and your right. destination. We were literally just talking about how we're both unclear. Unclear. Yes. And that nothing's well nothing's clear. Yeah. Nothing's There's happening. No direct direction or clear clarity of any kind. Um, there's just a general, you know, desire for different, more, better. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, if you are unclear and you're putting all these different directions and, um, navigation in, the plane doesn't know where to go and it can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So then you're just sitting on the runway. We're sitting on the runway. We are sitting on the runway. We're sitting on the (laughs) runway in the plane. And you can't get off and there's no water. And no peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even hand food at anymore? I feel oh like god, I don't think so. Do get those I think you get kicked off for asking for anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good analogy of where I feel like 
life is right now but I think that's also collectively what's taking place I mean we have to acknowledge like what's going on on the outside like it's absolutely fucking insane yes yes and oh my, my heart is with Ukraine and everybody there fighting a revolution and my god like I, I just can't even fathom and I do think that's where a lot of the level of like trying to look forward and trying to be positive and like looking for change when you actually literally don't know what the fuck is going to happen next which again is supposed to take you to the present moment but currently that's very difficult the present moment is so fucking difficult right now yeah absolutely because you're wanting to ask and you're wanting to do better and you want clarity but there is so much going on on the outside right now yeah and anything can happen at any time like it's not it's impossible to make a plan right and it's not you know one one drastic change at a time or one tragedy at a time it's a bunch and it's it's a lot a lot there is a lot of weight at the moment yeah absolutely and another thing i've been contemplating is so the saying that comparison is the thief of joy. Completely. I absolutely agree with that. It's like, I am, I am Well, hello, that. Instagram, social media, all this shit, it's like... Absolutely, and I 100%, you know, feel I live that sane. But on the other hand, the reverse, like, when you compare negatively or oppositely or however it would be that, you know... I don't have it as bad as this person oh or God, totally. so then it's like well what is that is the is that comparison the bringer of joy like you know what I mean like yeah. you're, you're, you're in your situation and you know obviously it's your individual well, you were situation earlier, it's like you don't want to feel like you have this entitlement over certain things exactly yeah, and yeah. that's like so it's like but again I'm you know grateful for everything I have and where I'm at and that I'm not in other situations yeah so it's like then you know what is that like you like obviously you just should never ever compare but human nature is not you know that's not the tendency so it's like just being grateful I guess rather than comparing but it's hot well it's finding where your goals are I think it's finding where your goals are opposed to comparatively setting your goals right but once you, I just, I mean, like, when something, you know, tragic happens, like, I'm glad I don't live in the Ukraine right now. Yeah. You know, like, that's not to compare my situation, but yeah. comparatively, I'm glad I live here at yeah. the moment. For but, the moment, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and things can change at any moment, you know? Yeah. That's, well, that's the other it. thing. Like, that's like, where our privilege is, though, you know, again, but it's like, it's very difficult to. I think it is very difficult to to be asking for it's not even necessarily asking for things to be better it's just having the direction feeling like you're aligned with what's actually taking place and it's not about being like oh, I'm glad I'm not here and not there or I'm glad I'm here and not there you know mm-hmm. and I think that's a really important you know acknowledgement because it's like we all you're, you're still having to live your life but all to sit here and make these comparisons it's like insane yeah it's like the hamster wheel yeah you gotta jump off yeah wherever you land 
<laughs> yeah. So going back to that, so it's all about like what, it, you know, the choice for change, and this is a huge thing where it's like, you know, we talked about this previously in earlier days of like, when I started to do this work, it was like realizing, oh my God, I have a choice. I have a choice to be in this moment of nothing's working and I'm stuck, or I have a choice of moving my body or moving my perspective or moving my thoughts or feelings and whatever. So I think it's probably coming back down to that. And like, you know, maybe we can do a little choice for change. Yes, and oh, that is so related to something else I've just been contemplating is when we make our choices, most often we're making them based rather than our desires like if I'm grumpy and tired I'm more likely to choose Netflix on my couch rather than a choice more aligned with my desire to be energetic and active and healthy and go for a walk or something like that yeah so it's so much easier getting in touch with your psychological functions Right, like I haven't been aware of this at all. I'm just like, this is what I feel like doing, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But that's a mood is not like that's not my overall goal or my right. overall. That's just like a very my temporary yeah. thing that's happening. And when you keep, you know, making choices based on that, especially, you know, in the not so positivist of moods, mm-hmm. that's how these habits and patterns get created and how you get stuck in doing the same old thing mm-hmm. and choosing the comfort zone, the easy choice, because you're not choosing align in alignment with your desires exactly. and values. Yeah. You're choosing, you know, what you want in the moment, not what you want overall. Yeah, for sure. So in this choice for change, what is there, you know, what situation in your life do you think is not working? What, is, what situation in your life is not working, do you think? Uh, there's a few. <laughs> You'd like me to pick one? Describe, yeah. Um, well, I think... What's not working right now? Right now, I don't know how to eat dinner. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but... I have no idea how to eat dinner, and it is really a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is around that for you? It's like my years of restricting and not, you know, eating dinner, not cooking, not making it a priority, not having, you know, a regular schedule, um, and it's just kind of like a a thing that you have to do but I don't know how to do it properly so I what do you mean do by it. not doing it properly do like, you mean like cooking dinner or planning dinner? cooking like having it be an experience having it be nurturing and nourishing and satisfying and you know it just is like this elusive dragon I cannot slay and yeah. you know I mean how would you like the situation to be different 
to be able to eat dinner at a semi-regular time on a pretty regular basis with, you know, um, having it be natural, having it be easy and, you know, cook something healthy and delicious and satisfying and, you know, have enough food, not eat too much food and not like have a crazy mental party in my head the whole time and mm-hmm. just like enjoy it maybe have like an actual dinner setting like table setting um you know and not second guess everything or question it or should I have done it this way or that way or yeah so you know from what I'm hearing it's like you Coming from, you know, um, your eating disorder aspect, it's like you're trying to figure out how to have almost like a sit-down meal with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and enjoying that process and like letting go of it and like having to take out all the thinking because it sounds like there's a lot, a lot of thinking. Yeah, it's way more mental than, you know, physical or, you know, structural or whatever it would be. But it's like, you know, I'm learning to, you know, redo everything. Like, like I've got breakfast down. I can do breakfast. Okay. And, like, I'm working. I'm getting there with lunch. Um, but, and I'm eating more during the day. I mean, my old way of being was just, like, eat as little as possible all the time until it gets to the point where you just binge on whatever there is. And why is it important for you to change the dinner meal over all the other ones? That seems to be the missing piece right now. Like, the other ones, you know, I kind of... Well, I think... And it's like dinner's the last one. Like, that's the end. So it's like, with breakfast, I feel like I can make it up at lunch. Or at lunch, I'm like, I can make it up at dinner. What if you swap them around? Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I have, yeah, that's the mentality part that I have to break that old pattern, um, and I don't know how to do that yet, either, and it just feels like, like, I don't know, like, dinner used to be, like, something to look forward to, or, you know, and now it's just, like, and I, I just, I don't know how to do it, (laughs) I wish I could. It's, it seems like, okay, after, also, like, okay, dinner's over, now you're done eating for the day. Like, that terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what if I'm hungry in an hour? You know, I don't want to go to bed hungry, but I also don't want to eat right before I go to bed, and then blah, 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 blah. What would be your option to change that, you know, for yourself? Like, what options do you have if you, let's say, instead of making a dinner, you had your lunch, or you had your dinner when you or maybe splitting your dinner into like two different things. I mean, that's kind of how it is now, but that's not like my intention. And maybe I have to rethink my intention because my schedule is off. I don't, you know, like I work lunch, I serve people lunch, I don't get to sit down and eat lunch. Yeah. So I either eat lunch, you know, late, which, you know, throws off the dinner. Or I don't eat lunch, and then I'm ravenous, and then, you know, I just eat dinner or whatever it is. And 
it's just labels, I guess. You know, you eat when you're hungry, and meals are meals, and mm-hmm. it's just like I just, you know, I'm used to having all these rules, and it was very easy to follow them. They were ridiculous rules, and you know, unsustainable, but they made sense to me, and they worked for me. I mean, worked in quotation marks. But now that there are no rules, and I'm just figuring this out, it's like it's almost worse having, you know, too many options. Like more options, more problems. Mm-hmm. Puffy. Mm-hmm. But um, um, how do you think you could change or improve this situation? <sighs> what would be your responsibility in like altering those? I mean, just keep trying. back to some deep dark childhood desire of having a family dinner Mm -hmm. and you know from what I remember is we always ate really late and I don't I mean it was it was better than what I've got going on now but Mm -hmm. it was also you know a family there was more than one person Mm -hmm. so there's probably the missing piece for me as well, mm-hmm. you know, used to being independent, on my own, self-sustainable, so I would like to have a, not family, quote-unquote, because I don't want the children part, but I would like... Yeah, but you know, like, that's just social standards of, right, like, exactly. constructs that, like, I don't want the kids and family and sitting around a table and TV dinners and blah, but it's like, what could you do for yourself to have... you know more like an experience with dinner like perhaps even maybe doing like would it would it benefit you having like a friend's dinner or something yeah and that um do you cook do you like cooking no i mean i would like that's the thing is i don't i'm not like a host i'm not a frozen pizza and um, maybe I'll throw a Caesar salad together if you're lucky but um, yeah I think that's something I like and want but I don't know how to do it and I'm you know so what are your options in regards to cooking experiences like have you, what, what could you do I've looked into cooking classes holy shit are they expensive but um YouTube sister oh yeah there's that um I don't know I mean I like I do my own thing like I have been I get like really overwhelmed in the grocery store as well oh so god tell me about it it's this never whole, go to the grocery store hungry yeah it's, it, 
But it, and that's the thing too, is if I'm not hungry, then I won't buy anything. Like I actually have such anticipation about supermarkets. I'm yeah, totally the same. I can't, like I've walked out, left my cart there before, like can't handle it. Oh, totally. <laughs> like have to go. Or I've come out with absolutely everything and none of the ingredients. Yeah. I mean, not that I really ever go with a plan. I think that's, like, do you have any kind of plan when you go there? Or do you have like a, maybe, like, is there a structure that you could, you know, because it sounds like structure works for you. Yeah, and I mean, that's how it used way, to be. I is there a good way to, and that was it. Yeah, is there a good way to come back to that um, in a way of, you know, visualizing the dinner that you want to have and having the list and building momentum behind that? Yeah, and I mean, I've tried, I've never, you know, followed that process all the way through. But again, I guess it's just, you know, keep trying because... What, um, have you ever thought of, because I'm somebody who also hates the supermarket, I find it really, um, overwhelming and just because I'm not, I don't like cooking either, I don't like any of that kind of, and it's boring. Yeah. It's really boring for one. I, I don't have the patience. Yeah, I think that's, and there's that, and it's just like, I always, for me as well, because I'm a shy cook, Same. that I would like put all this like huge effort in and be like, yeah, I'm going to make this dish, kind of, don't really know what I'm doing, and then I make it and be like, oh my god, that was so lame. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'll eat it, but I would never, you know, subject anyone else to eating this. Yeah, so, so it's always like a running joke, you know, became a running joke, because, you know, I literally just offer cooking because I again would never subject myself to such things mm-hmm. or anybody else for that matter but um I for me if I can lend advice what worked for me was actually getting the um home delivery oh so you've done that yeah and, and that's actually it. just saved me the thinking and the process of like worrying about like shit after the grocery store I have to think of all these 20 little things that I need to get. Oh my God, they don't have that. Yeah. Oh, I don't have this and I don't have that and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I was just never brought up in a household where cooking was a thing. You know, my mom would cook dinner and whatever you got in front of you, you ate. There was yeah. no creativity. There was no, it just, that was the household. And uh, me and my brother used to always wolf our food because we hated sitting around the fucking table talking. Because mm. my parents used to always work together you know, with my dad's business. And dinner time became like, not even a traumatic thing, but it was just such a like, oh my God, get me away from this table. Yeah. So, wolfing our food, like I eat my food really fast. Like I do, I, I see it now as an adult where I'm just like, I need to get away from sitting around the table. And I'm now trying to address that also. Mm-hmm. But I think it's made it easier for me and a bit more, I just don't like cooking. Even yeah, you know, it's like same. I just don't like it. I really fucking don't. I don't like it. Um, you know, and I have lots of friends that really enjoy. Obviously, with my with Abraham, my partner, it's like I kind of have to play that role a little bit because he is working out full time all the time, and it's the least I can do. So I'm trying to put myself in, you know, better that situation both of us really I'm trying to I did the ready meals thing because 
I was like, cool. All I have to do is literally like put it together. Yeah. And it just made it easier. Yeah. And then you can select. I don't know what my hesitation is with that. Huh? I don't know what my hesitation is with that. I mean, it sounds like it's the answer. Because you can pick it from your app. Yeah. And you can select the things that you want the week before. So the planning is taken away. There's still structure. You don't have to control it. But you get to be like, yes or no. I expect you just you just said it. It's all about control. Like that's you know all about what it was for me was being in control. And now that I don't have the rules and the control because they systems. do decent portion sizes, so it's not mm-hmm. like oh man, this is too much or too little. You could literally save for some of it the next day, or save it like you said, like or you know we suggested like breaking it into two meals or one meal or eating a bit early but then I have a little bit left over from later and it's still the same meal mm-hmm. but it takes the stress from you of yeah. like scouring through the internet or finding recipes which I had to do and I fucking hate it yeah and then the ingredients list is like so intimidating like oh it's just annoying because you're like things. who has I don't know blue pepper Himalayan salt <laughs> and you're like okay I don't even know what that is first of all and then you need like a ridiculous milk that you can't find anywhere yeah or 0.4 grams of something that you're never going to use again and it only comes in a 20 ounce bottle yeah exactly you have a whole I, yeah it's like I've rice vinegar since like 2014 <laughs> you know it's like yeah. oh god but um you know it's kind of, you know, as you say it's like trying to figure out and play with that concept a little bit and take the pressure from yourself because it sounds like that's the pressure is trying to organize all the ingredients organizing all the portions organizing the next day organizing next week like that's fucking overwhelming yeah and it's just like you know you get to that point where you're like screw it you know, making a frozen pizza or whatever. Oh, totally. I've and it's yeah. just, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's also, you know, symbolic of sort of like, is there like any- as we were speaking earlier, yeah. like I'm unclear, like I'm uncertain of my direction, and I'm. Is there any way of bringing like some fun into the process? Like you know the way in the mornings you have your. Um, your power hour mm-hmm. um, and like inviting that concept into while you're making if you did go the route of like doing the ready-made stuff but like turning it into like a, a mantra process of like I'm going to listen to my favorite podcast while I put the ingredients together or like have watched something while you're creating like turning it into a, a Yeah, kind of like a routine, but it's a better word than that. (laughs) Uh, Ritual? Ritual! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's like what I want to get to. Why not take what you're doing already, but doing it with your food for that hour? Yeah. Like, take what you know. Yeah. And then uh, adapting. Yeah, take what I like and apply it to something I don't like and make a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, it's simple as that. It's like, even for me, when it's like, oh my God, I have to do my Airbnb taxes or like my whatever. And it's like, I 
really good podcast for that 30 minutes because I love podcasts. Yeah, absolutely, especially ours. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And um, that for me gives me kind of solitude in what I'm doing. Yeah, no, and I mean, I and I and that's the thing too is like I do those things, but you're the way you're suggesting to make it a focus, you know, that shifts everything and makes it different. Like, okay, this is... This part sucks. Yeah. How do I make it fun? Yeah. No, that's actually a really great idea. And... I can give you some vouchers for HelloFresh. You've just started to do that one. I actually really like it. Yeah. Okay. You can also sponsor us. Yeah. HelloFresh. <laughs> We're not getting paid for any of this yet. <laughs> I actually really like it because it's decent portions. The food is um, last, right? So, you know, if you buy it in bulk, you can eat it, you know, like you have potatoes, which will last, you know, mm-hmm. tomatoes, which will last, um, salad, and it's all, and you can pick each week, because I'm not, like, you can, and it's all like protein, veg, whatever, pastas, whatever, and it's really easy flavoring. So it's like with lemon, and it's all fresh stuff. So it's not like so how dealing with stupid, ridiculous powders yeah how often do you get delivery you do it once a week once a week okay. and we're doing 12 meals because there's two of us mm-hmm. so that means our lunch and dinners are covered because abraham's schedule is all over the place so sometimes yeah. i'm eating on my own right. but at least i can cook it together and then he can have it when he comes home yeah. or if it's a case that either way we have then lunch i can cook it and he has it to take with him and i have my lunch because it's impossible to one I hate fucking cooking on my own like as you yeah totally you're terrified you're the choir and two it's like we're both on very crazy schedules mm-hmm. but at least I can be like cool I can just do it in one go opposed to like I'll eat then I have to go and cook him when yeah. he gets oh, home God, and no. then I have to do this a second time and this a third time and I don't enjoy that experience. Right. So this has actually helped me to be like, cool, I can make our meals. Mm-hmm. In that time, I get to eat it, or we get to eat it, or he takes it with him. So it's taken away that fucking anxiety for me and just like yeah. dread, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, trying to make it into a bit of a ritual where I'm like, as you said, it's like, oh, I find the whole process boring or I don't enjoy it. And I'm like, I'm actually, oh, there's that really good YouTube video that I wanted to watch, or there's that person I wanted to listen to, or my audiobooks. I love audiobooks. Oh, absolutely. And it gives me that 30 minutes of like, I'm not even having to think about the whole fucking process of like, oh my god, I have to make dinner now. Mm-hmm. So it's like changing the perspective. Yeah. I like that. Worth a shot. Yeah, no. That's great. And you can literally text me at the same time being like, oh my god, I'm absolutely torturing myself right <laughs> And I can laugh with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I'll probably like, still do the same I just made the worst thing. meal ever. <laughs> and I'll be like, Some cool, leftovers. send me a picture. Yeah. Let me show you what I got over here. <laughs> Frozen pizza, how are you? Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, I mean, I'm all here for it. You could totally text me and be like, oh my god, this meal fucking sucks. And I'll be like, cool. Um, would happily share it with you. <laughs> because I cook like ass as well. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. I think it's because as well, like, when you're single, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is another fucking chore for me to do. Yeah. And I mean, I've never had been taught. 
taught properly or no you know it was I mean when I grew up my stepdad did all the cooking and my mom worked late and then we ate when she got home and it was like you know that's so annoying and that's so another late. thing I yeah. fucking hate waiting to eat with somebody yeah I fucking hate that so it's like I can spare like because at home it was like legitimate that we ate at 6 30 mm. because that would always be my dad would come home from work at six and then we'd all sit at 6 30 which I appreciate you know that there was that sit down mm-hmm. you know when as kids then you'd be like oh my god I want to watch like home and away you know and like you'd be wolfing your dinner because they'd be talking about the shop and then you'd want to go on yeah and I appreciate that and I think that's where I do get annoyed where it's like oh my god I can't I can't eat it after eight o'clock I don't want to do it I don't want to eat dinner after eight o'clock right I really don't so I think that's where I had to try and figure out how how to make it work with meal time for us in our house now mm-hmm. because we don't have a set time anymore. I don't mean does anyone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it works honestly. Yeah. So maybe that's your new ritual, your evening ritual. Yeah. Like I like you do that. your journals and your morning rituals, and it's like inviting that because you enjoy that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just about. Changing, changing routine into ritual. Yeah, definitely. And, and again, it's just just a change of perspective because. Have you done the ready made meal thing before? No, I haven't. And again, oh, it, it, it sounds brilliant. I don't know what's stopping me. Yeah, because you there's basically the HelloFresh. <laughs> not advertising, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick between six, twelve, eighteen, or whatever meals, and then you can just. Uh, it delivers to your door, you pick your day, so you can do it on Wednesdays. We do ours on Mondays because we're always away at the weekends. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, thank God, we don't have to squabble over trying to get to the grocery store because that's yeah. a whole process. Yeah. And when, you know, Abraham's working late, I don't like going to the grocery store at 8 o'clock at night and when I'm tired. Yeah, no, forget it. Or even when I was working, it was just like... When I broke my arm and done all that stuff, I actually did the new apron one, and that was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it just took the thinking out of it for me. And it's not like complicated dishes or anything. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. It's like chicken, like a protein with salad, or a protein with pasta, or you know what I mean. And even if you take away a certain rice and introduce your other one or you know what I mean it's like you can play with it totally okay but it's all healthy and it's fresh mm-hmm. super easy honestly and that's coming from me and anyone who knows me knows like I'm ridiculous with yeah it. I feel like we're very similar oh yeah totally at that level oh my god you know and they give you everything down to the honey to the oil oh really so you don't need to, to have berries, that to you the know and then cabinet. you could literally do it for six weeks Pantry. and then you can stop doing it and you can just recycle the you get the ingredients you get oh, the instructions the um, recipe cards yeah. mm, okay and then if you don't like that one stop that one go to another one you know you can change yeah, it up yeah there's quite a few of them there's now. so many yeah I know Blue Apron I really really liked there's this other one called Factor 75 or Factor something. It's pricey, but it's literally like bung in the oven. You don't even have to make the ingredients. Oh. So, you, you know, if you wanted to do half of that or, you know, one or the other or whatever. But I think it's important to learn, to enjoy 
to yeah. find a way to play with it in that concept, opposed to, I mean, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm all for just throwing stuff in the oven, but yeah, it's helping me to enjoy mm-hmm. what I'm doing. And that's the thing, like if I knew what I was doing, then maybe it would be more enjoyable. Oh my gosh, go for it. Yeah, I think I will look into those and try one out for sure. I want to know. We could do it together. Yeah, we'll have a. A, a dinner edition podcast update of our, yeah, our cooking experience. I would love to hear other people's um, ideas on cooking because I know how annoying it is. Especially yeah, for... and I feel like most people, like, I don't know how people, I don't know how people eat normal meals and I'm just like, it's just yeah, so I foreign to, love, to me. Yeah, I like hosting dinners at my house then it would be more that my mates would cook and we'd hang out and then obviously COVID happened and all that kind of stuff so it's not really become a thing anymore mm-hmm. but you know it was always a laugh because I'd like host a place and then my mates would all you know come together and cook um, but there you know it's it's like there is some like enjoyment out of it when you're kind of like sharing food but well yeah it's a sense of community yeah. and all that and yeah I mean I was known like I was always the one who bring the chips and salsa or whatever didn't need to be made or cooked yeah, you know like, I wasn't bringing a we can have a ready dish. meal potluck dinner one night everyone can have their ready meals and like come together yeah <laughs> that can be a modern day TV dinner who's <laughs> <laughs> on to I love it. that yeah yeah it's it's really oh, it's it's just finding the fun in it again yeah or and that's a, to you know with. applicable to a lot of you know chores or life situations like we just dread them and we don't think about how can I make this fun like Mm -hmm. it is it is possible to you know yeah I'm such an avid thinker having podcasts like really clears the way for me it makes me far more productive yeah same and I I always have an audiobook or a podcast on and it's um definitely you know, made things more bearable. <laughs> so what is your, what do you think would benefit you in the next, let's say, two weeks to move forward? What, are your, um, what is going to be your choice for change in these next two weeks? That I, feels good. I choose to definitely research these, you know, ready-made delivery companies. Um, and I choose to try one out. Like, I'm sure some of them have, you know, like, is there a commitment or you can do it one week and then never again? Or Yeah, you can cancel whenever you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I will definitely try one and just see what happens. How does it feel to know that there's those options now based on what you've been talking about? I mean, it feels good. It also feels you know, scary in the sense that, um, I have to try this, and, I mean, it's exciting. But it's new, yeah. Yeah, right, I mean, it's just the old, you know, way of wanting to stay stuck, which I don't want to stay stuck, but, you know, you keep yourself stuck. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just definitely is something I want to try. How do you think you can support yourself in those moments of the old patterns? Um, well, 
clearly I'll be texting you. Oh my god, please do. For (laughs) all the support. But I think it's just, um, you know, a reminder. And I mean, honestly, just like talking about this is helping because it's been something I've, you know, kind of kept kept to myself for a really long time. And like, nobody wants to hear that I can't eat dinner. Like, what kind of Uh, bizarre shit is that? No, it's not bizarre at all, actually. It's quite totally normal because I'm right there with you and you know I don't have an eating disorder but I definitely have a complete lack of lust for fucking cooking (laughs) you know what I mean it's like that's not crazy it's totally fine well thank you for validating that and yeah I mean honestly just talking about it is helping and um obviously being solution oriented oriented people we have talked through this and you have given me great suggestions and ideas and now I choose to implement them yeah and I'm excited for you eat some damn dinner yeah <laughs> maybe is there another option instead of calling it dinner Ooh, let's rename it I don't know um snack time <laughs> yeah I feel like that's my life right now what could now. be another affirmation sacred rebel cooking that's what your next goal is going to be are you going to be the sacred rebel of cooking the Um, sacred rebel cookbook yeah could this be the new i you know process of journaling and finding foods that make it easy yeah you know i love a good you know opposite story or you know the rock and roll rebel to Rock and roll rebel stew. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, literally made with rocks. (laughs) And we have, oh, going beyond normal. I feel like we've had this one before, but I also feel like it's very relevant. What number is that? Oh, I just opened page 14. Shut up. You have to read it now because I literally just opened that and I, that was crazy. Oh my gosh. You have to read it now. Okay. Well, here we go. Going beyond normal. On the path of life, there are deciding moments where we can choose to go with the mainstream or we can dare to take a bolder, more authentic and trusting way, even if it seems riskier or less safe. To rely solely on logic and science without incorporating the mysterious and magical... Are you ready for this? Yeah is a recipe for an existence that is far too dry, just like my chicken. 
Jawfish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally says recipe. Wow. Okay. The sacred rebel within our hearts will always choose a juicier approach to life. Are they purposely doing this? I, you know they do. <laughs> you are currently approaching such a choice point. You could say that the choice is about balance. It is less about choosing to honor either art or science, gardening or architecture, and more about integrating all approaches so that you enhance rather than hinder your life journey. Yes. Yes. Placing science or architecture above all else kills off the rebellious heart. Steadfastly relying on logic, proof, and a complete set of plans to measure and dictate outcomes will suffocate the soul. Basing decisions on limited factors with an imbalanced measure of success is unnecessarily limiting. This approach prevents us from living freely, spontaneously, and with trust so that we can rebel against the need for things to go strictly according to plan. Choose to value decisions based on passion and instinct and trust in life enough to embrace it as an adventure and then let it unfold as it will. There you go. There is a time and a place for logic, strategy, planning, and measurable outcomes. Yes. These are not bad tools to have, but we must be vigilant not to worship them or allow them to quash or less rational to quash our less rational but equally valuable decision-making tools. There you go. Yes. That's all the things that you've been trying to do with your food. So now it's like you can kind of skip that and then you can have like the cool, pretty instructions of the book of the recipes and like be creative. Yeah. And make it a whole new adventure. Yes. Using intuition, feelings, and those things you know without knowing how you know them. You just know. The flowing inspirational energy of the heart may have no conceivable basis in logic or reason and still be uncannily accurate. To remain rebellious, we must not sacrifice the art of emotion, instinct, passion, and intuition for the science of logic and strict planning. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, gardening and art do provide us with a plan. Gardening or cooking? Cart, same thing. You eat the... (laughs) Eat the garden. <laughs> God, before you know it, you'll have pots and plants in here with herbs. Oh God, I'm growing some tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> this plan still requires us to set aside time to draw upon rebel, to draw upon reliable methods, and to prepare with mm. certain tools. Yes. However, there's also a healthy dose of organic flow, responsiveness, and trust in the creative process of bringing something to life. There you go. This leads to the cultivation of the most beautiful, abundant, and successful garden and the most vivid healing art. You are being asked to stay open to an intuitive approach in your life, your work, your creativity, as well as in your spiritual journey. The intuitive approach can be likened to the method of a gardener or artist. There is a sense of what might work, where, and a loose or even detailed plan, but how the plan is carried out will depend and respond to the flow of its surroundings. There is no need to control the situation. There is no need to control the situation, (laughs) but rather a desire to nurture an idea into fruition. Yes. Yes. 
You may have pressures around you from the world or from your own conditioned nature mm -hmm. to do things according to the rules, to a deadline, or to the accepted mainstream. Blah that you need a well-thought-out plan for success in a commercial venture. However, sometimes the best plan is to do what feels intuitively truthful in the moment and to trust that you are being led towards your own growth. Adopting this approach means you have to do far less planning yep. and far more living. Yep. It is a pure and heart-centered way to manifest your art, your life path, and your essence into practical expression in the world. It involves a willingness to be led by nature instead of trying to control yes. the powerful force of life, which is a bit like trying to fit a proverbial ocean into a teacup. <laughs> it is far more intelligent to allow the ocean to be the ocean and to yeah. learn to swim in it rather than trying to cram it into a vessel that is much too small, much like my pants. <laughs> <laughs> This oracle brings you a special piece of guidance. You are moving outside of the plan. You are living on the border of what is socially accepted. That is where I want to live. Yeah. On that border. Yeah, Absolutely. You You're doing it. Yes. This is good. This is fringe dwelling. Yes. yes. More fringe dwelling. <laughs> yes. That's my new favorite pastime. Fringe dwelling dinners. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Um, this is fringe dwelling freedom. Others might not see this about you straight away as you seem pretty normal, but that secret eccentric streak is just waiting to show itself. And maybe you are an out of out and proud fringe dweller. Yes, I wear that with pride. Completely comfortable with this way of being. Either way, this oracle brings you the message that you now have a chance to live from the heart more deeply and expressively than ever before. It wants you to realize that this is a legitimate, empowered, and creative way to live yes. that honors all of who you are. You can give up forcing or squashing yourself down into a very limited set of so-called desirable qualities like yep. intellect and control. Mm -hmm. If you are yet to relate to this consciously, this oracle brings you the further message that you are going to going to be breaking with tradition, perhaps not entirely, but at least in a way that is meaningful to you. Yes. Yes. This will require you to have courage in your convictions and faith in your heart truths. This will help you and inspire others around you to step out of their fear and live more freely and lovingly. And you are not necessarily meant to abandon logic and intellect altogether. You are to use them to serve the desires of the heart rather than to replace its naturally spontaneous and truthful nature with controlled planning and narrow strategy. Oh it's time to get a bit wild and let nature take its course. It's dinner course. Yeah! Oh my god! Wow! Powerful message. Powerful. I've ever heard of. Can, and I, I honestly remember this coming up before, but it just has so much more meaning this time, or a different perspective meaning this yes. time. Yes! That you can yeah. still have the creativity, but not having to control it, but like the recipes in themselves are the controlled aspect that take your mind out of having to manage all the things. Yeah, and take this like traditional, normal, 
boring thing and make it your own. Yeah. You know, have some fringe fringe dwelling dinners. Fringe dwelling dinners. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. That, I love that is for you. That was amazing. Much needed. So oh, grateful. Oh, you're so welcome. Yes. Thank you, Coach Stephanie. Anytime, wow. sister. I'm yeah. here for you. Especially because yeah. um, I'm in that pathway as well. So we can totally have a lulls together. And like, and I'm sure you're going to be really, even with instruction, it's going to be way better at it than me. <laughs> I guarantee you. We, we will see. We can I have a cookout. I just got renter's insurance. So if I burn the place down, <laughs> we you're will be fine. You're already prepared. I mean, I'm like, why now? Why do I all of a sudden feel this need to have this renter's insurance? Well, it was preparing me for this. We'll keep her. We'll keep our listeners posted on the um, the fire drills. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, our sacred rebels. Yes. Enjoy your dinners. Yes. As always, thanks for tuning in, and until next time, follow us at The Nonlinear on Instagram. Please leave us kind notes, (laughs) get in touch, reach out. We will also have some supporting information there um, with regards to evolving your growth journey the nonlinear way. Mm